Hey, welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. Flora. <laughs> yeah? Are you ready to get grimy? Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and start doing it then. Tell me about your week. My week... Um, I've been in just like a pit of despair, and I want to leave the continent, and <laughs> also, I made really good steak fajitas. Oh, shit. Okay. Evening I wood, out. I wood burned, and it made my whole house smell like burnt wood. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I guess that's it. You really kind of covered everything. What did you wood burn? Um, it is like a, it's like a ribbon, and then, like, floral design in the background, and then it says, dugong me into the grave. <laughs> I love that. I'm That's not perfect. yet finished, because the cheap little wood-burning tool I bought, uh, also makes just, like, the pin that you hold a thousand degrees. Like, oh, right. Like, not just the tip, but, like, the part that I hold. Mm, so I like burnt the whole my shaft. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But I did do some, like, wood-burning while I was, like watching Goosebumps and listening to the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack. So I was like forcing, like forcibly inserting Halloween into myself. <laughs> I love that. Oh man, what what uh what Goosebumps were you watching? Oh, I started at the beginning. So it's like the one with like the haunted mask that like yes, she can't take yes, off. With Carly, yes. That stupid bitch. Yeah, that <laughs> idiot bitch. That idiot bitch. I love Goosebumps. What a spooky activity though. I feel like wood burning definitely falls into um like a spooky like a fall vibe. craft, maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, what are your cats up to and what are you drinking? Well, I kicked them out. You heard you heard it here first. Folks. Oh, I heard the drama. <laughs> yeah, you heard it. Uh, they have been forcibly removed from the room right. that they refused to leave. But it was <laughs> testing my sanity. So they're Necessary. outie. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a mango White Claw. I'm into the spicy water lately only because I'm out of beer. So... I, like, bought both, and then I drank the beers first, and now mm-hmm. I'm, like, stuck with this seltzer shit. So, um, damn, I wish I had a beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I so. do love those skinny cans, though. I feel really strong when I hold them. It just reminds me of my Bud Light Lime days. Yes, the tall, skinny boys. Yes, The tall, yes, skinny. Yes. I feel if like they're only... even skinnier, aren't they? The Bud Light Limes are so small. Are they skinnier than a White Claw? I don't know. I cannot tell. I don't know. I just feel, like, very powerful when I hold them. Mm-hmm. It fits my hand better. I was going to say, I'm sure you feel like a normal person. (laughs) I was going to say, it just like looks normal. I heard those tiny hands clapping. Just feels normal. Mm. I said, like, Barbie's first beer. I feel like an American girl doll with my white claw (laughs) made for me. American girl goes on spring break. If we were American girl dolls, what would like come in our, what would be your shtick? Because they just came out with like a tech one. She's like a computer programmer. that's cool um but what would you what american girl doll like what would what's your vibe what would you come with uh hmm well i i always try to exude whether i intend to or not um just sort of like weird librarian nice and i would just be in like a full mismatch of like corduroy a weird patterned vest maybe like a pocket watch maybe like some ugly glasses i definitely <laughs> like, like first thought like junior detective like that's the first thing i thought oh for you. 
with like a cool hat and I've got like a notebook and a like a beret. Glass. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so I'm becoming less spinster-like and more <laughs> secretly beautiful. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Like you, all it takes is you take a pin out of my hair, take the glasses off my face, and I'm fucking stunning. Ugh, my god. But I'm still in corduroy. That would be my shtick. What about you? I'm thinking just like young witch. So I I would only wear black. (laughs) I would only come with black things. Mm -hmm. And then also I would just like come with like a little soup can and crushed berries. Soup can. um, Because I used to just like crushed berries and dye crickets purple with crushed berries. And so I feel like that would be like her. That would be like what would come with her is maybe just like crickets and berries and a soup can. Yeah, just like a small can. Why why would you have a can? That's what you crush the berries in to make the soup that you dunk the oh, crickets in. I see, I see. I wasn't making to that make connection. Like a, you have to make a potion <laughs> right, to dye right. them. Um, what what better vessel than an old small can? From the recycling bin that mom washed out. Bin. And said I could use. I feel, I feel it, like you and I would make a really good like buddy cop American girl <laughs> situation. She, like, smoothed down the corners of my can so I wouldn't cut myself. And then she let me make potions in it like i tracked down the person that you know started the fire at the town hall and you burned them alive (laughs) i like dropped all my marbles and like accidentally (laughs) caught the killer because you tripped on my like marbles that came out of my old soup can i love that i love that it's nancy drew meets witchcraft and i think that that is like a big vibe right now that's that says fault to me Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah great cute Um, let's see that big tangent. Um, big tangent. I, I, yeah. I, what are you doing? What are your cats drinking? Uh, and <laughs> have you been? <laughs> See, well, hopefully my cats are only drinking water because <laughs> fuck, I'm, a, I'm fucking fuck. That's not the case. Cats are one's behind me sleeping. She's like a little cinnamon roll, and the other one's probably hanging out near you know who. Um, yeah. My week has been interesting. I'm trying to think. Oh, I was researching the animal of the <laughs> of the week during yeah. my lunch break, and I got some weird looks from the coworkers. <laughs> I got some weird looks at the peeps over my shoulder. But oh. I was like, "That's what you get for peeping over my shoulder." Maybe don't mind your own goddamn business. Look at what I'm doing on my computer screen. Thanks. Um, but let's see. Other than that, I made a really good soup the other day, which I was pretty oh. excited about. Do and you have any leftover cans? Oh my god. No, you see, I made it from scratch, so I didn't use like a soup. But not even like but. a stock? Come on. <laughs> but I, uh, no, I have like a little jar that's like a, like a bullion, like paste. Anyways, nice. no one cares about this. Um, <laughs> but I did, I did have cream corn with my dinner tonight. I could send you that can. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> my cream corn can. Um, my triple C. I'm drinking wine. I had nice. some of those gummy frogs earlier. You know, the ones that are, like, white on the bottom and clear green on top. Ew. Don't you? What do you mean, ew? <laughs> I don't really like gummy stuff. Okay, well. I don't like gummy bears, gummy worms, gummy frogs, apparently. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'll eat all of your gummies then. It'll be great for our, <laughs> for our buddy cop show. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. I'm boring. Nothing is exciting. And I'm just getting excited to talk about our animal of the week. I'm excited. So we've got some shout outs, huh? Some new members of the family. We do. We have some new grime gang members. Welcome. Gang gang. 
Yes. Um, I would love to know, like, their American Girl doll aesthetic. Story. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Who we got? We have Caroline E. Ooh, Caroline E. I think she... I think this already exists in the American girl world, but there can never be too many. I think she's a horse girl. Oh, absolutely. A screams yeah. horse girl. <laughs> Literally loves them. Okay, Nick H. Nick I don't think H. there's an American girl voice. Wait, what? <laughs> American American boy. boy. God damn it. American Nick boys. H. Nick H's American entity would be... Uh, what about, like, the one that rides around on a Razor scooter and, like, has spiky... Uh, frosted tips a 90s boy <laughs> a 90s boy <laughs> that's an aesthetic okay and then we have mjl mjl hmm what about okay mjl <laughs> that's just a lot of letters i know but like mj screams like skateboarder to me but we also we also kind of just did that I know, but I'm wondering if it's, like, another buddy cop scenario, right? It's, like, you had your Razor scooter, and then this one Or, like, a a surfer. (laughs) Literally? Okay. That's funny you mentioned that, because when I was talking about previous person, the first thing that popped in my head was Johnny Tsunami. (laughs) I was like, hang on. I'm picturing, like, rocket rocket power. Rocket power. Mm, Okay. Um, So, MJL has a puka shell necklace, and (laughs) just know that they're very sporty. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, and last but not least, Madison O. Oh, Madison O. What are you into? (laughs) Uh, Madison O crochets and also does woodworking on the weekends. Nice. Just like a craft, babe, you know? Just a crafty one. Yeah. 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 I think we've got a good batch. <laughs> American good Girl, one. hit us up. Let us know if those made the cut. They're always looking for new girls, right? I think in this day know. and age, we should maybe think about the neglected, underrepresented, like, male part of society, you know? Like, I think American Girl has had its time, and, like, maybe it's time that we really put the spotlight on, like, on the men, you know? I do think they make boys, though, don't they? Yeah, they do. But I'm saying, I had like, shift it. Let's get rid of the girls altogether. They've had their time. You know what I had though? Like <laughs> fuck American Girl because I had Bitty Baby. Bitty Baby, what's that? That's Bitty Baby. It's a Amer- it's American Girl doll, but it's a baby. Oh, and she called Bitty Baby. Wow, I don't like that. She's a little Bitty Baby. It's funny. Is that where you got your hatred of kids? Maybe from this fucking weird doll that I just carry like, around. It's like one of the blinky ones, you know? You lay them down and they um, blink. Did she ever blink. blink out of sync? Like one of them blinked and one didn't? Yeah, in the later mm. years. But she also had <laughs> like a pajama set with a little stuffed bear. It was like this whole thing. Um, and I had the I had the matching like bear. Oh, oh my god! Really went for it. His name's Bitty Bear. <laughs> <laughs> he was originally sold with Bitty Baby in 1995. I had this thing when I was fucking five years old. You know, I didn't have this weird baby, but I did have that Cabbage Patch doll with the ate food and then got recalled because it was aiding, aiding? Because it aiding. was eating kids' It was hair. aiding and abetting. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't fucking believe it. Uh, no, it was, eating, it was eating children's hair. You remember that? 
Well, I don't know what else they expected. Inviting I them to their either, home. I don't know either, dude. It's just you put a motor in a mouth and it's going to go, you know. It's going to go regardless of what's it's in gonna there. It's going to fucking go. Um, so that was fun. Uh, but I think you fed her like a french fry or something. Did she shit? She did not. I did. My sister actually had uh, Kelly, like the little kid Barbie, you know? Um, yeah, she, little sister she Barbie. She peed. Yeah. She pissed. So you huh. could... You could, like, fill up her, her belly, like, you'd, like, feed her water or something, and then she, like, peed it out, and she had a little toilet. I remember that vividly. I was so excited. I was like, wow, she's pissing. <laughs> Look at it's her incredible. Pissing. Barbie really taught us a lot. I wish there was a period Barbie. That would have been helpful, huh? Oh, there should definitely be a period Barbie. There's pregnant Barbie, stage? like, rip her belly off, you know? Oh, right. That's how it goes. <laughs> Barbie teaching us the facts of life. <laughs> For real. Um, you know what, though? It's better than most sex education out there, so I'm yeah. not going to knock it. Uh, welcome to our animal podcast. Welcome to our animal podcast. <laughs> this is now a perfect segue into our animal of the week. So this week, I asked our patrons to give me an ugly animal. Yeah. I myself was feeling very ugly, and I just wanted it reflected in our animal. And you guys delivered, man. Like, you don't show up for weeks, and then I asked for something ugly, and you, like, you can't shut you up. Well, someone so, recommended us, didn't they? They said to do us. They always recommend us because they're mean and they're bitter and <laughs> <laughs> we're just like plagued by them. But uh, we got a lot of good suggestions. Thank you everyone for writing in. I went with one that uh, Chantel originally proposed and then another patron, uh, one of the Madisons, one of the, the several Madisons, <laughs> uh, seconded. But it's the naked mole rat. Get it? Because we're talking about like naked Barbies, sort of. That's great. Yeah, and like we're like a rat. Yeah. Yeah, it it evens out. So what I want everyone to do is bust out your gummy frogs, take off all your clothes, get naked with us. We're going to talk about this, neither mole nor rat. And this is great because this is also the Ethan episode. (laughs) It is the ugliest, most nude animal in his honor. (laughs) So the naked mole rat. Um, this bad boy kind of blasted onto the scene in the early 2000s, as far as, like, public perception. Okay. He didn't um, exist. Where was he before? <laughs> no, he just, he didn't actually exist before 2002. Yeah. No, he was out there, but people just didn't know. I don't think it's that they didn't know. I think it's that they didn't want to know. But I we hit him the away. He was hidden. Yeah. Well, he's he self-hid, I guess. <laughs> um, I've loved the naked mole rat for a long time, and I feel like people give it a lot of hate, so I'm hoping some of the things that I, some of the wisdom I impart upon you is uh, have you, you Have you worked with the naked mole rats? Have you worked with them? Not, not specifically. I've worked at a place that has them, and I know people yeah. that have worked with them. Yeah. But I've, I've studied them a little bit, I remember but that's just it. being like a fresh-eyed, bushy-tailed, volunteer at a zoo that had naked mole rats Mm -hmm. and i was in like the carnivore area and so like didn't work with them at all and i met a keeper and i was like oh do you work with and he's like i think he actually did like the apes like gorillas and then he also had the naked mole rats i don't know why nice (laughs) and i was like oh those are so cool like i love that hab and he was just like they eat each other and they're disgusting and that was like the end of our like he shut me down and i was just like (laughs) fuck Okay, bye. Fuck. He hated oh, those fuckers. Dude. But it does make sense that a gorilla keeper probably, like, his heart wasn't in this, like, like, little skin tag. Yeah, this little slimy thing. Skin um, tag with a face. Yeah. Not, uh, probably not so much. Like, maybe that's not, like, where his passion lies. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, okay, so let's get into the 
the, the classification here. We're in phylum chordata. We're in class mammalia, order rodentia, uh, family heterocephalidae, genus okay. heterocephalus, species heterocephalus globber or glaber. Wow. I'm getting Just, like cephalus vibes from that. I'm getting like, is that like head stuff? Lots of head stuff going head on. Head things. It's hard to ignore the head on this man. There's um, lots of head terms. <laughs> just like get a head full. These guys are found in the East African desert, specifically in the regions of southern Ethiopia, Kenya, and Somalia. And by Somalia, I mean Somalia. I don't know okay. why I said it like that. <laughs> um, but they live underground. So like you're not if you go there yeah. and you're just walking around, you're, you're not going to ever see them. No, and you probably won't ever trip over them either. They're underground. They're, they hear everything that you're saying about them, so be yeah. nice. <laughs> um, they're not actually a mole or a rat. They are sometimes referred to as a sand puppy. No, uh, which is no one's own. ever. Yeah, no it's a weird ever. chaotic thing to say. No one's um, ever. But they, they're actually more closely related to porcupines, chinchillas, and guinea pigs than they are to either moles or rats. Um, but they share a lot of characteristics with rats. And they share a lot of behavior characteristics with moles, so nobody fucking knows is the point of this. Appearance-wise, they... Okay, let's just get this out of the way. They look like a wrinkly, shrivel, wet penis. There's just no other way to say it. Yeah. There's just, there's just no other way to say it. Just, like, uncircumcised and, like, with teeth. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. A piercing I, of some sort. Piercing teeth. Yeah. So a they're a very... A, what is that called? A Jim Henson? What is that called when you get your penis pierced? Oh, is that what that's called? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roman uh, Prince Albert. <laughs> Jim Henson, a Roman candle. Oh wait, no, a Prince Albert. <laughs> Holy oh my shit! God. I feel like but- I, I feel like I just got thrashed in three different directions. You're supposed to help. Like if you help, we get there faster. You're supposed to I don't know. No, I don't fucking know what that's called. You're supposed to know for me. You're supposed to hold all the information that I. Delete. I am the keeper of the Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I have failed you. You know what? We really need a bulge patrol here. Amen. (laughs) Calling all bulge patrols. Um, But, okay, so they're they're kind of like a light pink, kind of off pink color. Yeah. They have very wrinkly skin. They're sort of a tube shape. They're, um, they have a skinny kind of rat-like tail. Yeah. Um, Am I painting a really cool picture? Because... I should be. Uh, length is about three to four inches or eight to ten centimeters. They weigh between one to about two ounces. Which Not really a lot. isn't a lot. That's like 30 to 50 grams. And that depends on their place in the colony, which we'll get to in a second. Um, their tail can be up to three inches or eight centimeters. Okay. Um, you know, they're just like kind of, they're kind of small. They're kind of unassuming. They live underground, but they do live in a colony. So they're going to live in a colony size anywhere between like 20 to 300 which is a pretty big <laughs> pretty big range uh but the average is around 75 uh, uh but yeah they live underground they dig burrows so they that's kind of where the mole part comes in is they like you know they're digging burrows they don't really have like the greatest eyesight because they don't really need it they live in the dark for the most part like all that kind of comes into play 
Um, but that's pretty much it as far as like moles go. And then they sort of look like rats. So that's where that comes from. And then they're just like like... alarmingly nude. So that's where the naked comes from. Well, they just look like a rat pup. Like it's just like it never grew out of the pinky phase. It became a pinky, but then grew and but got big pinky. Done that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was unnaturally growing. Um, they're the only species of mole rat. There are several species, uh, but they're the only species with practically no hair. Um, what this means is they really only have a total of about a hundred fine hairs all across their body. And these are important to them because they act like whiskers and they're going to help them feel around in the tunnels that they dig inside their burrows. I want to know how many they counted to get around a hundred. How many can you- <laughs> Someone's sitting there like plucking hairs. Yeah. Um, and they also have hairs between their toes, which is helpful as they're sweeping soil behind them when they're tunneling. So they can kind of oh. get that out of their way. But like a lot of animals that are up on the surface that have hair for this almost express purpose of protecting themselves from the sun. Some of them, not all of them. Uh, but naked mole rats don't need that. So they live underground. Oh. They don't have to worry about it. So they can just be hairless and wrinkly and living their best <laughs> glowing life. <laughs> they save so much money on suntan lotion but the thing is that their skin still looks like shit yeah it doesn't so look good. i don't know doesn't look good um so i mentioned that they live in those areas in east african deserts which right. as the name implies means it's pretty warm most of the time and so th- it's thought that they live underground to escape the heat during the day and then when it does get cold like overnight or during different seasons that's when the colony will huddle together for warmth and just like kill you know work it out like that's just what it is what it is cute uh, most mole rat species will live alone but naked mole rats are not the case as i already mentioned they live in a colony and there's a lot of studies going on about like the ins and outs of that colony because it's really really interesting um there's another species of naked mole rat that or not naked mole rat but another species of mole rat that lives in a colony it's called the damara land mole rat which sounds like an amusement park <laughs> it does um, but they're the only two mammal species that are what's called eusocial which just means that they live in a colony. They can have several generations living together in that same colony, and there are only a few individuals within that are responsible for reproduction. Jesus so this Christ! Is really similar to how like bees and ants live. If you've heard of that before, there's like a queen bee or like a queen and like an ant colony. Right. Same thing here, uh, which is weird, but also very cool. <laughs> but that's <laughs> called you social. It's called you social behavior, and a lot of scientists believe. That the reason that they do this is because of the challenges inherent in living underground in a desert environment where there's very little food or water. So it allows them as a whole to collectively survive because they can like delegate roles and look after the colony and yeah. like, whatever. As opposed and to everyone they being just on gotta their own. keep like one lady going. Yeah, that's it. Like <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> you just gotta keep this one lady going. You can do it. Uh but the eusociality of naked mole rats is a widely studied concept, and uh, we'll get into that in just a second. I want to talk a little bit about their burrows, though, really quick. <clears throat> so I mentioned that they have colonies upwards of 300 individuals, and they have to have burrows to reflect that, to have enough space for all of them. Uh, and so some I underground... Hope, yeah. I would fucking hope so. <laughs> some like, underground... God, sorry you were born. We actually didn't <laughs> dig a room for you, so you're going to have to get... Oh, you're gonna have to share or just like leave like at max capacity. <laughs> so if you could just find somewhere else to live, she just births some like out of hole at the top and like scuttle away. Um, but they they have to dig burrows to reflect the size of the colony, and some of those can be as large as six 
football fields. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. So that, that's the, more than three hundred. That's a lot. But they like, like dig all these like weird the interconnected hell? little like burrows and shit. And it's like you know how they say like if you if you lay your intestines out right and it's like this like really ridiculously long length or whatever speak for your fucking self you have no idea how long my intestine is that's what if i got part of it taken out for like a medical reason or for fun (laughs) for either of those reasons (laughs) i wouldn't have the same length of intestines then mine would be different and you couldn't speak for me (laughs) yeah that's true this was a really bad example i'm so sorry (laughs) but anyways yeah it's like stretched out it can be really huge uh for the most part, the tunnel system that they do dig, are they're going to keep at a warm temperature because they're always moving through it and it's always like interconnected. Oh, body just, like, heat. Breathing, you know. So it's at around 86 degrees Fahrenheit or 30 degrees Celsius that their tunnel system is kept, which I hear a lot of people say you is say like 86? their ideal temperature. Yeah. People have said 86 is their ideal temperature? People in the South, yeah. Of their home? No, no, no. I'm just, like, outside. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Just, like, general. Sweating, just general, thinking about it. Like, perfect weather. That's what they say. And I'm God. like, did you mean inside a naked mole rat tunnel? Because check marks the box. <laughs> Golly. Uh, obviously, the outer tunnels can get a lot colder, uh, and the inner ones are a lot warmer. And then to help keep the colony safe and healthy, there are several chambers, or rooms that are kind of like at different points along that tunnel system. A lot of scuttling between them. You know how it is. Just um, constant scuttling. And then all of those chambers do have a purpose. Um, it's really similar to like if, you know, in your house you have like a living room, a kitchen, whatever. Um, some rooms are used for nurseries or nesting chambers where the queen is going to be with the pups. And then there are feeding chambers. There are some where you store your food, like a pantry. Um, okay. There's... A basically a big toilet room there's a shitter for sure yeah definitely a few of those um yeah so i mean they're they're very well organized and obviously like isn't there like they, a dead room they like take their dead there <laughs> there's probably a dead room yeah, a morgue <laughs> um but yeah they're very well organized and they keep everything like compartmentalized and everyone kind of has their role in in keeping it up so it works out pretty well I'd work uh, in the dead room if I was a naked Oh, woman. you absolutely would. I'd go find all the <laughs> dead ones and I'd just drag their bodies to the dead room. And then you're just sitting there like, bleh, bleh, dead room. <laughs> I'd make potions <laughs> out of weird things I found. I would sit in the naked mole rat library. <laughs> you don't have like barely any vision. You can't fucking read. It better be an e-book. <laughs> <laughs> well, here you go. So this His leads to my next point. Pin pricks. <laughs> a lot of people think that naked mole rats are blind. They're not blind. That's not the case. They do have very tiny eyes, which are like they don't really need underground, right? Because it's fucking dark. But they can still see. Um, but for the most part, since they are underground, they're going to use their sense of hearing, smell, and touch much more than sight. And uh, a lot of researchers have studied naked mole rats with their sight, trying to see if putting them in light or dark environments changes how. They react to things, and it's okay. the same. So they just think that their eyesight is, like, fine regardless. They just don't really need it, you know? I think that people who think naked mole rats are ugly are the same people who buy Sharpays, and those dogs are fucking hideous, and they look exactly <laughs> like a naked mole rat. You know what this has all taught me is that it doesn't matter whether you're attractive or not if you can't fucking see because it's underground. 
true. You know That's, what I mean? Yeah, because, uh, yeah. Everyone looks the same in the dark, babe. Take a fucking sip. Put on your glasses and get your e-reader out, babe. <laughs> babe. Just, it's fine. They're, you're all ugly. How about and that? And also, if you're, you're like, there's only one woman to even pick from. To it even lust really matter. at her. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's so we're going to dig more holes or like go with this one woman. Those are your two <laughs> life options. <laughs> two tasks. What, what would what would your pick be? I'd go back to my dead room. Right. Sit right. in there. And try, sit on your pile of, yeah. pile of corpses. Yeah. I my mean, bones. that's an important role too. <laughs> I would use like the bones to make like art. Like connects, you know, like we talked. Flora about. would be in there wood burning. <laughs> wood, I will uh, bone burn. <laughs> She's in there bone burning. Fuck, dude, that'd be so spooky, but cool. That'd be really uh, cool. So the naked mole rats are usually found. Their their underground burrows are usually found where there are plants with large underground roots and what's called Ooh. tubers. And the tubers Ooh. are their main food source. Ooh, and so they're going to sit there and tunnel around until they find them, and then a bunch of them are going to kind of, like, chew the fuck out of it and then bring it back to the colony. Now, one wow. thing I saw that was interesting is that while there is, like, you know, like a queen and there's, like, more of, like, the dominant ones and whatever, when it comes to feeding, that kind of goes out the window. Like, everyone just eats equally. Which is, like, very peaceful. Huh. You don't often see that. Yeah, that hierarchy doesn't really, ha- like, come into the play fuck? during feeding time. But every other time, bitch better know your place. One thing that I thought was interesting, too, so you mentioned earlier they have those, like, really weird, fucking sharp, scary teeth up front, right? <laughs> Top yeah, and bottom. Yeah, Very, like, rodent teeth. Yeah. Um, so, one fun fact is that their teeth aren't actually in their mouth. They're outside of it. Where are they, then? Oh, <laughs> <They're-> Okay. <laughs> So, like, their mouth, uh, um, the teeth aren't technically part of it. They're, like, outside and above and around it, which is scary yeah, to think about. But um, it looks like that, which it's scary to also look at. <laughs> it's scary to think about. It's scary to look at. All of the above. Yeah, and the whole idea is that, like, as part of their tunneling, they have to, like, they use their teeth to kind of break through it. And so oh, they if they had it. teeth in their mouth, then, they, yeah, they just end up eating a bunch of dirt. And so instead, with them out of their mouth, they can just, like, chew away, and they don't end up swallowing a bunch of dirt. There's such a reason that Darwin put these things underground. <laughs> he was like, oh, God, what have I done? Oh, let's just go ahead like, and stick them in this hole. <laughs> bury that for me, please? So imagine he's, like, poking it into the ground, like, oh, regret, <laughs> regret. Fucking regret. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, so they eat those tubers, and their teeth are really handy in that, because they'll gnaw away at it. Um, and then they'll just eat the fucking inside they actually do leave the outside though so that it can regenerate and they can kind of like have a replenishing food source which i thought was very smart um yeah because that's what i thought was like are you just gonna chomp all of it no nah, man they just like collect they like eat bits of it and then they put it in their little pantry and then like it kind of like grows a little bit so so smart so smart no man like everyone's everyone's it's almost like this naked testicle rat understands like not the using secrets of the universe a fucking non-renewable resource or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like, like if problem? a rat can do it <laughs> he ain't why no can't republicans how he hard is it <laughs> he ain't no fucking rat <laughs> whatever it's not hard though um but sometimes though they do eat their own feces which is exciting um cool the idea behind it i guess the hypothesis behind it is that it might be part of you social behavior 
okay. in a way for them to share hormones with their queen. What if it's just like a kink? That's what I said. I was like, why do we always have to come up with like an explanation? Maybe someone's just into it for the sake of being into it. And that brought into my mind the question, if you're not eating my feces, like, do you even care? Do you even love me? Do you, have you even you cared? Did you ever love me? Did you ever care or love me once? Ever? Ever. Probably not. Probably fucking not. Because I live underground, they're well adapted to limited availability of oxygen. Um, obviously, living underground in a tunnel with a bunch of other fucking naked mole rats, it's a limited supply. So they have underdeveloped lungs and their hemoglobin uh. has a high affinity for oxygen. So it increases the efficiency of their uptake. Crazy dude. They have a low respiration and metabolic rate, um, which means they don't really use oxygen that much. And okay. they they can um, reduce their metabolic rate in light of hunger. So if they're dealing with like a, a famine or whatever, they can just like slow things down and be fine. Naked mole rats are insane um, with like their metabolic processes because they don't really mimic anything else. Like they're kind of just their own weird thing. Yeah. And um, like for instance, uh, the skin of naked mole rats lacks neurotransmitters. Uh, in like a portion of like the sensory fiber, the cutaneous sensory fibers. Okay. So what this means is that naked mole rats don't feel pain when they're exposed to acid. Yeah, I'm literally okay. So like I always look at Google images. There's just one sitting on a pepper, and it says this photo shows a naked mole rat on a pepper. Naked mole rat can't feel pain from peppers, and they it's just fucking put, crazy. They put them on a pepper. It's making them walk on it. <laughs> He's just chilling, dude. Yeah. But does it hurt me to walk on peppers? I don't really understand this image. (laughs) No. So the idea is it's like acid or capsaicin, which is like the oil emitted from like hot peppers. Yeah. So they don't feel pain when exposed to those things. And it's weird. It's like they just like don't have to fucking deal with it. And it's thought to be an adaptation for them living in high levels of carbon dioxide because of their poorly ventilated burrows. Um, which in turn, if, you know, in living in that scenario, they would end up with acid buildup in their body tissues. So Mm. they think that they evolved the ability to just not fucking have to deal with it. So you could still hurt him, just not with poison damage. Right. Like, he still feels pain if you cut him. Right, yes. But he's he's resistant to poison damage. Yes, that's exactly right. And then a lot of studies on naked mole rats and cancer have come up. And their, like, resistance to cancer. They have a high resistance to tumors. um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're immune to other, you know, related disorders. But, like, cancer has been studied extensively in naked mole rats because of their different gene sequencing and the proteins in their bodies that allow them to just basically have, like, rapid gene repair. Like, they just, like, never stop repairing their DNA. And because of that, like, they don't, you know, they're not susceptible to the same types of autoimmune things that affect a lot of people and what's even more interesting is that (laughs) there is this study done about their longevity which means they have an extraordinary long life for a rodent so i guess for reference like a mouse or a rat can live like on the upper end between like six to ten years sometimes longer right a naked mole rat can live up to 32 years and not only that it's the longest living rodent it has the record for that and what's also interesting is that the mortality rate of the species does not increase with their age and this is weird because every other mammal out there that is the case like that makes sense right 
as you get older, you're more likely to die with yeah. naked mole rats. That's not the case, <laughs> which is like hard to wrap my head around. So would you trade your immortality for this naked mole? Like, would you look like a naked mole rat if you were like immune to all disease? I think that's exactly what happened. I think you're definitely on to something. This is another flora and fauna, TM, TM, TM. They're vampires. they teeth. <laughs> like, we have stumbled onto something huge, but we haven't been the first. They made <laughs> a trade, also... and now they look like that guy from Pan's Labyrinth. Right, right. I, I don't know. I mean... Like well, like, Dorian would you? Gray situation, like, if right? I, if you were like, if you had the head mm -hmm. of a naked mole rat, but you mm -hmm. could live to like one sixty, and you were like guaranteed like immune to all disease, also resistant to poison damage, would you take the deal? Deal or no deal? Yeah, probably. Like, I'm already like really ugly, and I feel like I could just. Like, you if I got that. bored of immortality, wow. you know, like, it wouldn't be that hard to find a way out of it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Why not? Well, because I don't, I don't have any money and I'm suffering. So, like, to extend that. <laughs> but I guess you could do some kind of, like, traveling freak show and, like, make money off of your own horrific appearance. Well, and I feel like vampires are always, like, crazy rich, you know? Because all they do is, like, sit around and go to high school and meet, like pale brown-haired girls <laughs> well, i think they kill people and steal their money <laughs> that's easy that's an easy way to do it like amass your wealth in an easy way i would do it i don't know i mean i feel like if i got bored of it like i said i could just like do something else but interesting why not i'm already hideous let's just seal the deal i, would I might as well still... get something out of it <laughs> i probably wouldn't be able to podcast with you anymore because i don't really think that you have like lips to like enunciate oh. And, like, make speech patterns with. Mm -hmm. um, so that like, part, we might have to cancel the podcast. Well, I could type and then have a robot speak. Okay. Sure. Probably be more soothing than me anyways. <laughs> sure. We can actually do that. Let's do that. So going back to their, like, weird longevity thing. For context, in humans, your risk of dying, roughly every eight years, it doubles after the age of 30. So once you hit 30... Every eight Fuck. years, you're twice as likely to die, right? So, um, and that just compounds. And then this actually applies to all mammals once they reach adulthood. And so the naked mole rat is, like, such a weird fucking outlier. People are like, why the fuck? And uh, for them, they reach sexual maturity at about six months old. And then after that, uh, their daily chance of dying is roughly one in 10,000. <laughs> What is my daily chance of dying? <laughs> I was like, who figured this out? This is fucking crazy. But that same statistic stayed the same for their for the rest of their lives. And then as they got older, they even saw it go down a little bit. Like, what? Damn. My daily chance of dying, I think, is like 50 fucking 50. <laughs> my daily chance of dying is like 85. Like, I'm there's like nothing standing in my way, dude. I'm saying... But the whole thing, I mean, it comes back to their, like, active DNA repair and high levels of what's called chaperones, which are proteins that help other proteins fold correctly. So, like, they're not having to deal with the same age-related issues that we are and other mammals are that cause that physical deterioration. They're just, like, cleaning shit up as they go, and so they don't accumulate the same damage that we do. So they don't deal with, like, you know, they don't really age. They don't die. <laughs> like, it's just like, wow. okay. You know, do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. 
they still have a lot more to learn about it, obviously, and um, they're trying to understand how the fuck that works. Like but... the monkey's paw. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to, like, not... I want to be able to walk on peppers. Oh, yeah. And soul, I want soul. my daily chance of dying <laughs> decreased. And they're like... And then the monkey's paw was like, eh? You're a oh? naked mole rat. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a little bit about, like, their... Their biological processes. It's fucking weird. Donk, dude. I don't I don't quite understand it and I don't it doesn't think I should. Seem, I mean like I know you explained why, but it also just feels like it doesn't they don't it doesn't need to be like that. Why <laughs> gotta be like that, man? Why are you doing this to us? Okay, but there's a lot of other like weird shit going on with them too, biologically speaking. Because they live in a subterranean habitat, their circadian rhythm is all sorts of fucked up. True. And that living in constant darkness basically means that they just, like, have a, a constant schedule. Like, they're, like, always doing shit, and then they, no. like, take little naps at random times. That's like, bad doesn't. for me. I don't like that. <laughs> no, that's not good. Um, I don't want to constantly for them, do anything. No. For them, it works out great. Okay, so I talked a little bit about their- It's like at the casino, they don't have any oh, windows, and they, yes. like, pump that pure oxygen in, and they have those really bright lights. And so you're at the casino for 10 minutes, and you leave, and it's, like, 7 a.m., and you got there, like, <laughs> 9. You're like, what in the fuck? That's the exact same thing as the Naked Mole Rat Den. Just a fucking party down there. You're gambling Casinos your life away. hit different. They fucking do, dude. They exist on a different plane. <laughs> you get immediate lung cancer. It's fucking immediate. But also you're just like inhaling the most pure oxygen when it's not tainted with cigarette smoke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think time goes like 10 times speed. I swear. It's like the Langoliers, man. Like you sit in the (sighs) casino and they eat up your life. The first time I went to Vegas as an adult, I sat down in a slot machine and this like little girl came over and she's like, you want a drink, honey? And I was like, no, I'm fine. And then... Uh, my mom was there and she's like, they're free, bitch. We'll take two. <laughs> I didn't realize like when you're gambling, the drinks are free. Yeah, they keep them rolling. And like, I'm like, the, yes. And everything going on there, like the volume level is just loud enough to keep you in a state Disoriented. of like, Yes. It's just like, it keeps you constantly like awake and focused. It's fucking insane. There's gotta be like, there's gotta be someone's job. Who's like, he's like a psychiatrist or I don't even know, but his job is to like maximize the profit of a casino using like the environmental, like, do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like someone's job has figured out like pure oxygen, no windows, loud music, like make this over here, put these aisles like this far apart. I don't know. They found that like perfect formula though, because it's fucking weird. That's some, like, human testing shit. You could it do, sure fucking is. <laughs> you could do a bunch of things, I think, to casino addicts, man. God, God. Toss some naked mole rats in there. You Gambling got a test site. I know. You put, <laughs> put just, like, cordon off a room for the toilet, cordon off the other room for the dead, the dead stuff. I mean, stuff. that's what they already do. <laughs> like, fuck. The dead people room. They just drag them in there. All we have to do is teach naked mole rats how to gamble, and you've got it, babe. And it's just like Vegas, baby. It's just like fucking Vegas, baby. All right, so naked bull rats exhibit eusociality. I already mentioned this. This is yes. like their behavior that they do. Can like you the spell that? Do. Yeah, it's E U 
and then social. EU. Cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So the I already mentioned the Damara Land mole rat is the only other you social mammal that's he looks crazy known. too. He's got a bonk face. Yeah, they all kind of do. The hair doesn't um, even save him. Really, he's just as ugly. <laughs> it's just fucking ugly. Uh, but you sociality is very very interesting because it it means that there's the only one female, the queen, and then she usually only reproduces with between like one to four chosen hand selected males. Wow! And then literally everyone else in the colony is a worker. That's it. Wow. How so do you either get you're chosen? like the boy toy or <laughs> you're fucking working. Do they fight? I, like how do they get chosen? The queen chooses them. So the queen has really weird and nightmarish. Um, what happens is basically any of the females in the colony are capable of reproducing. Okay. Except when a queen is present. So if there's like if like a queen Be- dies or like God. she leaves or whatever, oh. she gets carried away. Then there's, like, uh, an opening, right, for a new queen. And so at that point, there's uh, usually a pretty violent exchange between a lot of the females to fight for that top spot. And then whoever does eventually win uh, will take over as the reproducing, sole reproducing female in the colony. And then, this is what gets fucked up. They go through (laughs) a physical change. So the females will elongate. And they get bigger, and they get wider, and they get longer. And... They just become, like, a big, a bigger fucking tube. Like, they become, like, almost twice as large as some of the others. And it's fucking creepy. Like, it, it, like, it has to do, um, like, their, their spine will elongate and it has to do with You should see my fucking face right now. (laughs) It has to do. I am. It's like a horror show. I Um, am having the hardest time with your body (laughs) horror description. I am. Mid gag, like the entire time you're talking. Get it? It's fucking scary. But okay, so like the space between her vertebrae will become longer and it will expand. And this, like, it causes her to just fucking balloon. And this allows her to become ready to bear pups. Um, doesn't mean that <laughs> the reason behind it makes it any less scary, but that's why. Um, but yeah, she, once she wins <sighs> that top spot, she'll go through this like morphological change. And then she's immediately visible to everyone. And then at that point, the moment that she, like, becomes the queen, all hell breaks loose. Like, everything is done. So all the other females will no longer be reproductive. And it's it's sort of weird. It's hypothesized that she can, like, suppress their hormones to a certain yeah, extent. Yeah, like, what is this natural birth control? Someone get pregnant <laughs> so, near me so I'll never have a child. Help me out. Just elongate and get pregnant near me. That's all I need. But it's thought that she can, uh, she can suppress those hormones. But also, just like physically, if she sees any of the other females trying to reproduce at all, she'll fucking kill them. Like she's like, no, fuck yeah. you, I'm in charge. So they're not even allowed like, to smash. They can't even no. smash. Nah. Fuck. And so yeah, so she's the only one that ends up bearing any any pups. And then she hand selects her like few little boy toys. And then once those guys are selected, they change too. They don't change as drastically as she does, but they do get bigger as well. And so they're okay. a lot more easy to distinguish in the colony um they'll be bigger in size and then um they can also have physical or excuse me uh visible outlines on their testes through the skin of their abdomens Mm, 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 mm. love that you know what we are just looking at them because i'm like why is this thing so hideous their ears are way smaller than i would think they would be yeah i suppose so huh like external ear is like almost non-existent and that gives them just like the wiener shape 
Well, you don't like need if they it. had like a, a cute little, little Mickey Mouse ear. Why don't you? <laughs> because they're in a little tunnel. They don't want to get caught on something. I guess, but like I fucking guess. You know what though? These males could use is like some more wrinkly ball look to them, uh, and that's exactly what they get. So you've got your queen, you've got your, you've got her, her sex boys, um, and then everyone else who's working. So right. she, um, the relationship between her and her breeding males can last for several years. And during this time, again, the other females are, uh, interestingly, temporarily sterile. So they can become sterile if that queen leaves or dies or whatever. Or I'm sorry, they can become fertile if mm. those things happen. But while she's queen, no ma'am. No way. The, The queens can live anywhere between 13 to 18 years, and like I said, they can be very aggressive to other females that behave like queens, or even if that female just produces hormones like a queen would, she can just fucking tear her to shreds. She's like, no, bitch. awful photo of a female, (laughs) and she is just like horrifically distended it is it's really scary gusting it's her skin is so transparent and like red and it looks painful it Mm -hmm. looks disgusting (laughs) it makes me want to die and that's exactly how i think of pregnant like people feel is what she looks like is how i feel like it would feel being pregnant oh yes yeah the visual representation (laughs) It doesn't look pleasant, that's for sure. So gestation for the female or for the queen is going to be about 70 days. And then the litter will be between uh, three and 12 pups. But it can be as large as up to 30. Well, that's what this one has. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Can you fucking? How many teats does she even have? She's got a few teats. And that becomes an issue, too, right? It's like survival of the teatist. (laughs) Yeah, that's why she gets longer. She like grows more teats like Harry Styles. Stretch out those teals. Those teats. Teals? Teats. <laughs> Teats. Um, uh, in the wild, naked mole rats usually only breed once a year if the litter survives. But in zoos, they can pretty much breed all year long. And they can produce a litter as frequently as every 80 days. Yikes. Nothing is stopping them. Nothing is sacred anymore. <laughs> the young are born blind and they weigh roughly 2 grams or 0.07 ounces. And then for the first month of life, the queen will nurse them. After that, every other member of the colony will feed them. And they'll feed them fecal pap. Why? Why do so many things do that? Why? What's the point? What's because the point? it's fun. Why do that when you could choose to not do that? Because it's fun. Give me a slice of that fecal pap. Give me Fucking a break. hate it. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that fecal pap. That's the original Kit Kat, babe. (laughs) I hate it! They're going to eat that fecal pap until they're old enough to eat solid food. Cute. All right, so let's talk about a few of the other roles in the colony. Ew, Um, so so fecal pap not solid? (laughs) Disgusting. Uh, It's sort of just like this, like, mushy, semi-solid. I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, keep going. Whatever you're going to say. Okay, great. (laughs) So the other other roles in the colony, like I said, are all workers. And you have basically two different roles you're either a worker or you're the one that leaves the colony <laughs> so you either a worker get the fuck out the workers of course are the ones maintaining tunnels digging new ones uh they acquire oh food they are the ones that protect the colony in case they're attacked like whatever um and there there's obviously like a caste system dependent on the specific makeup of each colony yeah i mean you've kind of got your roles right it's like expansion food or 
defense. That's pretty much right. it. And again, those are those can be both male and female. So they're they're everyone who's not the queen and her fuckboys. Um, even the pups, once they grow up, will become workers. And during that time, as I already mentioned, everyone is sterile and there's no reproduction except for the queen. And then the other role that you have are the dispersers. So in the case of a colony and where you only have one reproducing female, inbreeding is going to be something that can come up. And so a lot of time, and this can happen too, like even in the case of the males and females that are technically sterile in the colony, they still can breed, but they're going to get their asses beat, right? So they're all related to each other, which is a huge issue. So inbreeding can be a big, a big problem. And there has been this role of the disperser kind of developed as a solution of that. And so the dispersal provides an outbreeding mechanism and an inbreeding avoidance. And they're basically, they're physiologically and morphologically, behaviorally distinct from other colony members in that they like look differently and they don't want anything to do with the colony. Their entire drive is to leave. Like they don't want to like work. They don't want to reproduce. They don't want to do anything like once they like grow up into this like form or whatever, they just all they want to do is leave. It's Barry B. Benson. It's the it's the plot of <laughs> B movie. <laughs> that was him, man. He's got to get out. It's time to fuck somewhere else. But um, he's gotta fuck that human woman. Gotta get out of there. Spread his genes. You know <laughs> how to be. jet. <laughs> but they um their entire role is to leave the burrow as soon as they can. They find an escape opportunity. <laughs> which is Good hilarious God. They're also, I, I mentioned that they look differently. So they're also quite a bit larger in the sense that they're like, they have a lot more fat reserves. And okay. this is to help them on their journey as they leave the colony. They also are known to have high levels of a luteinizing hormone, um, which is, as you know, a reproductive hormone. And while they are interested in mating, their only drive is to mate with individuals outside of the colony from other ones and away from their colony's queen. So they're kind of allowed to just like exist in this society because all they want to do is leave and fuck someone else. Right. So that works, I guess. And obviously this is really helpful. Get out of Dodge. Right. (laughs) Like I need to get out of here, man. And uh, they're usually distinguished behaviorally and that they, as I already mentioned, don't really want to work like all the other ones do. And so they just like don't do anything. Like just trying to like scramble and get out the entire time. So it works out pretty well. <laughs> they just, like, got to get out of there, man. So those are the, pretty much the the roles in the colony. If you're not queen, then you're working, you know? That's that's just it, man. That's <laughs> life. That's, that's just life. It's just how it fucking be sometimes. I did send you, like, a really horrible photo on Discord. Oh. Um, when they're digging with their gross mouths, apparently their mouth can open like oh. that. Just seems like a hundred and eighty degrees, does it not? <laughs> it does look. It does look like a. He line. is vacuuming <laughs> dirt, and it is really scary. It is. Really I know scary. we talked about how I've never seen tremors, but if I did see tremors, <laughs> I would think that this is the tremor part. Oh, you know, you're not that far off. Cool. Yeah, so that's pretty much it on the Nick and Mole Rat. Conservation-wise, they are considered least concern. Okay. Uh, I think because no one really wants to fuck they're with them. They're down also, there and they're naked. What do we What do we know? <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, man. Like, I think people are just like, ooh. No one that's under their feet, they just don't really want to fuck with it. Right? So they're, they're pretty much doing fine. Um, there were some issues, you know, here and there, but a lot of it just comes back to protecting the habitat that they live in, which, mm. of course, protects all the all the animals there and plant life there. And then in media, the most famous naked mole rat is Rufus from Kim Possible. Rufus. Did you ever watch that? I sure did. She and doesn't have like an upper lip. No, she doesn't. 
Which is or no, weird. it's a lower lip, right? She does not have a lower lip? The lower lip. She's got one big lip and then one non-existent lip. Sometimes it just be like that, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not body shaming at all. It's like be like that. Uh, yeah, Rufus rocketed to popularity. Her body um, shape is fucking outrageous. It sure is. She's got cool pants, though. Those are the cool pants. Yeah, but they made him cute. They took all his wrinkles out. They, uh, like, steamed him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they did. They stretched. Ironed him. <laughs> Stretched him out. Yeah, he became a lot a lot cuter. Uh, so he yeah. escaped. He's one of the travelers. <laughs> That's got to be it. He was just interested in fucking elsewhere. And he found his niche, man. That was all he needed. Uh, but yeah, for anyone who's unfamiliar, Kim Possible was a, an animated show on Disney Channel in the early 2000s. And Rufus was the pet of Ron Stoppable, Kim Possible's best friend. Um, <laughs> we're not making this up. Uh, nope. That sounded outrageous when you said I, uh, it. Sure fucking did. It sounded like I was riffing. Um, yep. But he, uh, Rufus is a, is in a lot of the episodes. He always accompanies them on missions and he helps and, like, protect the Ro- world from evil. Ron can like understand him, but doesn't he just make like, yeah, he noises? just make little like squeaky noises. And then um, Ron's like, uh-huh. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, and they love, like, nachos and cheese. He has his own That's naked right. mole wrap, which fucking slaps. If you haven't listened to that recently, look it up. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that it's okay. bad, because it's not. It's really good. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Disney Channel went for it. And then one th- cool thing that I thought was really interesting was the series creators, Bob, Sco- Bob, how do you say that? Bob Schooley and Mark <laughs> McCorkle. Those both sound made up. Uh, they created Rufus at the behest of Disney Channel executives who insisted that the animated series feature an animal sidekick. Nice. Uh, but they conceived the character as a naked mole rat to trick the network into uttering the word naked whenever possible. <laughs> uh, but to make him more palatable, they did take a lot of creative liberties to differentiate Rufus from real naked mole rats. Right. Uh, and He's so they, less horrific by like a yeah. hundredfold. Yeah, like a lot. Like, <laughs> like a lot. Like definitely by a lot. <laughs> Uh, he is anthropomorphic, of course. We've already mentioned that. Yeah, he, like, he walks does... on two legs and speaks. <laughs> yeah, and he, like, raps and, like, eats nachos and stuff, so. Right. It is what it is. And then they did do a live-action Kim Possible movie in 2019. And what? They did... Yeah, they did a CGI Rufus. Oh. Oh, mm-hmm. he looks like Alvin. Oh, he does look like Alvin a little bit. You're right. <laughs> Look at his toe pads. Why are his toe pads so goddamn detailed? I don't know. Photo. They really went in, though. This is the most high-res photo I've ever <laughs> seen in my life, and it is of a naked mole rat animated. But they put his <laughs> teeth inside. That's another thing. Yeah. They got a, well, see, having his teeth outside of his mouth is a horrifying it's so horrific. <laughs> yeah, it's That's a horrifying one of the trait. bad parts. It's a bad part. Um, one thing I will say, though, is obviously the character is like a fan favorite. A lot of people know of Rufus, even if they haven't watched Kim Possible, and it's one of the series' most popular characters. Uh, the woman who voiced Rufus, the squeaks of Rufus, won a date or was nominated for a daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Performer in an Animated Program. And wow. then Rufus was also named the most famous naked mole rat by various media and scientific publications. So wow. um, he's often credited with introducing the species into mainstream popular culture. Good for him. Wow. That Love is that good for, for him. him. He's making changes in the world. Change in the world, one wrinkly testicle at a time. At a fucking time. Well, when I see them, I think of, like, the pale man from Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, uh uh-huh. 
I also think of the monsters in the movie Descent. They're like in a cave. Oh, I don't like that. I didn't like that movie. It scared me a lot. And then also, Mm -hmm. if you watch Sci-Fi Channel original series Face Off, all seasons that have ever occurred. I haven't like, seen I have. all seasons. No, no. Um, one of them did a naked mole rat makeup, and it was super good and super spooky. And um, if you type in just face off naked mole rat, naked mole rat, it's in images, but it's like the third. Oh no, it's like the fourth image. <gasps> oh you my god! See it? I guess I think you see it. <laughs> Oh, why doesn't it have eyeballs? Yeah, they're like sunken in. <gasps> Isn't it cool? Okay, that's the scariest thing I think I've ever seen. I love like practical effects and I fucking loved Face Off so much. So good. <gasps> I can't yeah. believe that. That's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> that's so scary. Okay, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, I'm just gonna keep looking at pictures of Rufus instead. Fuck. Okay. Even the real thing is less scary than that. Honestly, yes. <laughs> okay. But that's what real that's what Rufus would really look like if he was half man, half No one said Rufus is half man. <laughs> no one said that. No one ever wanted that. No one asked for that. He <laughs> could don't, be. Don't utter that into existence, dude. It's gonna show up at my front fucking door and I'm gonna die. Okay. Um okay. on that note, this week we talked about the naked mole rat. I'm gonna hit you with that tilde. Tilde! The naked mole rat is a rodent, but it's neither a mole nor a rat. It's more closely related to porcupines, chinchillas, and guinea pigs, and it's found in eastern African deserts. These guys are burrowing animals, so they live underground, and they live in colonies. They live in a colony anywhere between 20 to 300 individuals, and they live uh, with what's called a eusocial colony, which basically just means they organize themselves similar to how ants or bees do, where you have a queen... And you have workers. Uh, the queen has a lot of really interesting aspects, I guess is what we'll call it to her. Um, she is big and she grows big when she becomes the queen. She also has the, the ability to both behaviorally and hormonally suppress the reproduction of the other members of her colony. And she only breeds with a few males. And so she's responsible for the entire reproduction of the whole colony. And then everyone else takes care of each other takes care of the burrows defends defends the colony that kind of thing uh naked mole rats physically look very testicly they're pink yeah. and they have wrinkly skin it's very thin skin they have a skinny rat like tail they have big large rodent top and bottom teeth on the outside of their mouth which is a scary thing to say and think about um and they're basically built for living underground where no one can see them and moving around in tunnels so uh they let's see they're referred to as naked because they don't really have that many hairs on their body they have around 100 in total and they're more like whiskers to help them feel around their burrows for the most part they eat plant matter that they find in the burrows and they can store it they can also um you know have several different uh several different locations across their burrows for like storing food they have like a toilet they have a place where pups are raised they have a nursing chamber all that kind of stuff they're very very well organized in that regard and when it comes to feeding time all members of the colony eat together uh oh i forgot to mention too they do sometimes eat each other (laughs) you know how it be fucking womp everyone's living in the same house that's rodent life they chew on each other too much you just take a chomp of your brother or sister and like it happens like don't 
don't at me. <laughs> um, they also have a number of very interesting physiological characteristics in that, like, biologically, they're kind of immune to cancer. They don't really age, and they can theoretically live forever. <laughs> That's not really it. But they do go through a lot of DNA repair and a lot of, like, protein repair, which means that they don't really deal with the same kind of breakdown that we and every other mammal out there does as they increase with age. Uh, which is weird, and scientists are trying to study that because it seems like the fountain of youth. <laughs> that yeah. seems like a monkey pause, right? Is like you, like, like I want to, you know, like the like you finally find the fountain of youth, and it's actually just like a little, a little fucking just burrow full of eats like the hair naked. off your body. Yeah. Well, it's like naked mole rat piss, and you like drink that, and you're like, well, careful what you wish for, and then you die in like ten minutes, <laughs> and then you die in ten minutes, um, because it's poison. <laughs> jokes on you conservation wise the naked mole rat are pretty much doing fine they're considered least concern and throughout media there's a really popular one rufus from kim possible the animated show uh and he was credited with basically bringing naked mole rats to the forefront of culture so thanks rufus thanks thanks Ruf. thanks big Ruf that did boy that. you did us a big old solid that's it. Solid. i think i think naked mole rats are so interesting i remember the first time i learned about them was in college when we were learning about their youth social behavior, and I just thought it was fascinating. I think they're really ugly slash cute, but I think if I saw one, I would scream. Yeah, I think they're fun, like, habitat animals at the zoo, mm-hmm. because they're always, like, someone's always doing something, I guess, yeah. and it's probably just because, like, they are all workers with, like, specific <laughs> tasks. Yeah. So even when some are sleeping in, like, the sleep hole, there's one, like, carting dead bodies to the dead body hole or like right. eating in the food hole or just like giving birth in the birth hole like mm-hmm. i don't know so i always thought they were really interesting to watch but they do give people like heebie-jeebies and i feel like <laughs> i've seen places where it's been like caution like enter at your own risk to like yeah. see them yeah some people are like just a like trigger horrified. warning <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i was yeah that was something i was going to mention is a lot of zoos have them so um and it is kind of like in a dark area where you could you can see like a like a cross section of their burrow so i think it's right. so cool for education purposes i know at my zoo um there have been several instances where they've had to close down that building because they were eating the babies <laughs> whoopsies yeah. so sometimes just um just be understanding if if that building's closed there's probably some baby eating going on <laughs> there's something going on there's something going on in there but you'll be letting privacy <laughs> and really fantasize see that partaking in no, none of the public need to see that. Um, but that's pretty much it. So thank you everyone who suggested that. Thank you everyone who wrote in with ugly animals. It's much appreciative. And thank you to all of you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in listening to more episodes of Keeper Chat, you can check us out on all major podcasting platforms, as well as keeperchatpodcast.com, where we mm-hmm. have all past episodes up and running. On that same website, you can check out a few of our blog posts that are up. They're pretty good if I do say so myself. And you can also check out uh, all of the conservation organizations and and amount of money that we've donated to up until this point. It is out of date, so it's definitely a lot more than it is currently. But we've raised over $3,000, which I think is a huge huge thing, and we're pretty proud of it. So make sure to check that out. Last month, we did have like seven ratings is that what it was yes um rating or reviews you can if you would like to help donate to conservation you can rate and review us and our things that we call rat raves on itunes and or podchaser.com we super appreciate you guys taking your time to do that because 
like 90% of people find podcasts from iTunes and they're like actually reading reviews to find them. So you guys are helping for free. And for every review that we get on those two websites, we are donating $5 to conservation. So we had seven last month, which is just such a dumb number in my brain. So I just made it $50 instead of 35. <laughs> That's rounding, right? Um, so we did ask our patrons, like we always do, where that money should go. And they recommended uh, this California condor sanctuary, Ventana Wildlife Society in California, because it actually was burnt down at the end of August because of these awful fires that are occurring over there. And they need to raise over $500,000 to help. And they've had some, like, condor chicks that they were watching, like, pass away in the fire. And it's all horrific and it made me cry. So I just give them all my money. Um, so if you're interested in donating to them, also you can check them out. Um, Ventana Wildlife Society is the name of that. If you guys are interested in sending us fun presents or gifts or drawings or whatever it may be, we love receiving those. And you can find that information for a P.O. Box on gifts. that same website, KeeperChatPodcast.com. We've received a lot of gifts and drawings and stickers postcards and, and postcards yay. and yeah, and like amazing shirts and all these stuffed fun animals. From everyone. Oh my god, we got the best shirts in the mail, <laughs> and I was waiting to talk about it and I forgot until just now. Dweebs in us the best shirts that have ever existed in the history of existence. She sent us two like targeted tees, but like. Oh my god. Okay, so like yours is like floral print. Yeah. And says like I'm an F bomb cat mom <laughs> with, with tattoos and and with tattoos, <laughs> pretty eyes and thick thighs. Hell yeah. My shirt has a picture of a fucking emperor penguin and he's standing in like some fog. And it says, the devil whispered in my ear, you're not strong enough to withstand the storm. Today I whispered in the devil's ear, I am the storm. I got a fucking chill. Are you fucking kidding me? Incredible. Incredible that's my shirts. That's my new uniform. I'm wearing that to work every day of my life. I will <laughs> never take it off. The moment it gets here, I'm going to fucking, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually shit my pants i think yeah our intern sent us photos when they received it and we screamed out loud <laughs> it's just like my the fact that like, it exists bitch <laughs> also i think like everyone was kind of like is this website real is it not real so the fact that like they came and they're like legit and like I'm going to have that on my body is the greatest thing. So thank you so much, Dweeb. I meant to shout you out at the beginning of the episode, but my brain has a disease. So you I forgot. Save the best for last. Just fucking now. <laughs> save the best for last. Oh my God. Yes. So if you want to be part of that elite crew that sends us wonderful, amazing things and get shout outs, then check out that P.O. Box information on our website. We're also yes. active on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can always talk to us there and check out all of our really cool, fun memes. In fact, we borrowed one from one of our patrons recently that was Chef's Kiss. Yeah, so thank if you, Abs, you um, for doing that. <laughs> if you want to join our Discord, you can check out patreon.com slash chat. A lot happens in there, including the patrons begging me to post the episode early. So if you did listen to Seahorse on a Monday night instead of a Tuesday, 
Um, or if you're in Australia and you listen to it on Tuesday instead of Wednesday, that was thanks to our Discord. So if you want to join that group of people, they're awesome. It's a good time. We play a lot of video games. We've been watching Dateline NBC episodes that my mom told me, reminded me, reminded her of me. I don't know, about like a serial killer making horror movies. I don't fucking know. Weird stuff's happening in Discord (laughs) at all times. (laughs) Something weird is always happening. Yeah, it's a great way to talk to us every single day. We're active on there all the time. We do game nights, movie nights. We hang out. We do weird shit. So it's a really great time, and you can access that. Uh, by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash keeperchat. We have a few different tiers, um, so make sure to check those out. You also get access to monthly bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes content. It's a great time. And the monthly episodes come out once a month. <laughs> Last episode, apparently I said once a week, but that <laughs> doesn't make any dongus. goddamn sense, <laughs> so use your context clues. It's once a fucking month. Once a fucking month. And speaking of, this month, we had a fun informational episode where you got to learn cool stuff like this. Well, back in the day, they had like dead animals and they still like were like, is this a penguin? And like got it fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So imagine just seeing yeah. one thing in the ocean once and being like, oh God, I don't know what the fuck that was. I mean, old timey people thought like whatever the fuck, like manatees were mermaids, you know, like. Exactly. Like they are. <laughs> I think these people were shit. all just like nearsighted. <laughs> I'm saying the scurvy and the, they can't see. and The yeah. scurvy and the bad eyesight probably didn't. Wow. Can you believe that you wow. learned that? <laughs> wow, I learned that about that cool uh, wow. thing. Oh, wow. That was amazing. So if you want to learn more, make sure to check us out on patreon.com slash keeperchat. In addition, we always accept Q&D things. If you want to send us information for our quick and dirties or questions to talk about, if you want to just send us fan mail or hate mail or whatever, you can do all of that through keeperchat at gmail.com. Oh my God, I think that's it. <laughs> do you have anything else you want to add? No! (laughs) Okay, everyone have a great week, and we'll catch you on the flip. Smell you later. Bye!